0: Fans of Live, Laugh, Murder. If you like Carmen and Joanna as much as we do. And apparently you like true crime. Then we think we should be friends. I'm Beth. And I'm Bailey. And we We are are True True Crime B&B. We do a podcast every week. We release on Fridays. And every week we'll bring to you two different true crime stories. First we'll bring you a disturbing story. And then one that will hopefully uplift your spirits a little bit.
1: We'd love to have you listen to our (laughs) podcast.
0: Yeah, so join us every week on Friday. Find us anywhere you find your podcasts. On Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts. I don't know anywhere else. (laughs) And also, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at True Crime BNB. Did we even mention that we're
1: mom and daughter? No. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you join our crime family. Bye. Bye. I'm Joanna. And I'm Carmen. You're lying. (laughs) And this is Live, Laugh, Murder. Say it, Joanna. Murder. Okay, so I'm Carmen, and welcome to our show, as we said. On today's episode, I have a little guessing game for you, Joanna.
0: Ooh, I like it.
1: Well, like it a lot. It's kind of what we do on every episode. Yeah. I'm just giving the people a, a little description. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story, and you need to decide if it is true crime or the plots of a spooky or creepy movie. Yes. You in?
0: I, yeah, all in.
1: Good, because this is our seventh episode, and you're not getting out of it now. Oh, and we're in Australia now. Oh. (laughs) Is that Australia? Oh, gosh. Don't embarrass me. Okay. Are you from Australia? No. I'm not going to embarrass you. Well, hi, Australian listeners. We love you. Um, We are in like seven different countries now. Yay. And that's super exciting. That is. Before we go on, guys, we are now on Patreon. Woo woo! Yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> you know what it means, I told you. I'm excited. I sat at my computer <laughs> for like three hours the other night trying to figure it out. And I think I got it. Time like flew by. So if you're a Patreon member, come check us out. Any generous donation, generous show will go right back into improving our show. And you guys will get ad-free episodes plus bonus shenanigans from us Ooh, on Patreon.
0: I like shenanigans.
1: Yeah, shenanigans. On that note... Joanna has a Florida man story
0: for me. I do, and I know I told you before. I said I'm not going to read the 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 title or the news headline because they're so like right to the point. Like so, like what's the point of even reading the story? Right. So, this is from uh, Jacksonville. So, if you are from Jacksonville, a woman from Jacksonville. Oh um so here it goes so you go to mcdonald's with a friend sure okay but he refuses you refuses to buy you a mcflurry (laughs) right the logical reaction would be to do what
1: i don't know be annoyed because you didn't buy me a mcflurry and then go on with my life
0: well this woman's logical reaction was to set his car on fire fire (laughs) did he drive her there uh, that's how a Jacksonville woman allegedly, allegedly, I love uh-huh, that yeah. reacted after the man oh she was with refused to buy her a delicious McFlurry shake inside the fast food giant. Oh One God. witness said she saw her pour alcohol and gasoline on the what? man's car, lit it on fire, and then she ran off. And that's it. This is from WFTV reporting. Another witness told Mm. Action News Jax the couple was fighting over (laughs) either a McFlurry or Mm. an ice cream on top, and he was not in for it. Okay. The woman then threatened to set the man's 1994 El Dorado on fire. Not the El Dorado. Next thing she says is... I'm going to blow it up. <laughs> that was from what a witness said. And that is this story. And just the heading. I just yeah. want to tell you. The heading says, McRage. Woman sets uh-huh. car on fire after man refuses to buy McFlurry.
1: Okay, text that to me immediately. I will. I am wondering, I have my fingers crossed so I can remember this. Was she pregnant?
0: Ooh, I mean, then <laughs> I, that, that totally validates everything she did. Uh, I mean, I remember
1: a time when I was pregnant, huge, with my first daughter and with my ex-husband, and we're in the, the fucking Seven Eleven or whatever, and mm-hmm. I wanted an ice cream sandwich, like an ice cream sandwich with the cookies around it, mm-hmm. M&M. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I don't for whatever reason, I didn't have my purse. I me. I said, I want an ice cream sandwich. And he said, no, you've been eating a lot of sweets lately. I said, I want an ice cream sandwich. He wouldn't buy me one. And no. I went in the car and cried. I should have fucking he set his set car, his on, car fire. on fire. That's probably why we're
0: divorced. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's where it started. That's where the snowball started. <laughs> that's where it began. <laughs> um yeah, it doesn't say names. It just yeah. Well,
1: send it to me and I we'll did. link it. And our listeners, if they want, can check our show notes for the source and dig deep into that. <laughs> if you ma'am, if you were pregnant, I fully forgive you.
0: Oh, but this was in 2014. I just looked at that. That's not that long ago. I mean, it's a long time ago. That's over that's eight years ago.
1: Okay. So if your child is eight years old because you were pregnant and they're listening.
0: Yeah. Mom
1: was just going (laughs) through something. She was just pregnant. (laughs) Okay. Florida Man. So we did a poll on our Instagram and said, should we do more Florida Man? And it was 100% yes. And next week, Joanna, or next episode. Episode. Because we're every two weeks. Joanna will have another one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well,
0: now we're ready to dive in. I'm excited. Are you ready for a story today? And you know what's so funny? When you did your own... Episode by yourself. I was Uh like a little sad that I wasn't there. I was sad too, but I did enjoy
1: listening. How many times did I shout you out? I called. I said your name like three times. A
0: few times, (laughs) yes. I do remember you saying my name a few times because I texted you. Uh I was like, I'm a middle child,
1: and I was like, No, you
0: didn't say my name though.
1: I uh, not about that. I don't think I realized you were the middle child, and Ed Kemper was a middle child, or is, or whatever. Yeah. And so that, yeah. But
0: I had, to, I, I will be honest, I had to turn it, the volume off a few times. It was rough, was, right? Yeah. It's hard to listen to. Yeah. All well, the terrible things he's done.
1: Yeah, he's disgusting.
0: Anywho. I'm ready. Okay. Story
1: time for me to tell you. I use the word story, not the word case, because we don't know if this is real or a movie plot. I'm not going to give you the title of the show yet, but our listeners will have seen it. Because you are my guinea pig.
0: Yeah, because I don't watch anything.
1: (laughs) Okay, here we go. Set the stage. Put your phone away. I I know. Uh, Okay, I want you to picture a newscast, like a news show. Okay. In the late 1980s. 1980s. Imagine the suits.
0: Oh, yeah. The drab
1: coloring of the newsroom.
0: Like what's Ron Burgundy, right? Ron Burgundy was there. He wasn't oh. there. He wasn't
1: there. Imag- yeah, yeah, I what don't know. What if this was... The st- okay, just go. <laughs> yeah, what if I'm just telling you... <laughs> What's that movie what called? Anchorman. Anchorman, okay. No, it's this not Anchorman. This is funny. This is funny. Okay, newscast in the late 80s. Okay. Imagine the feathered hair of the woman on the show mm-hmm. and the two men sitting beside her. Okay, two men. We are introduced to our reporter named George. Okay. And George begins to introduce his segment for tonight. George goes on to tell us, as the viewer... That what we are about to watch may be hard to swallow at first. So picture you're sitting home watching The Tube. Mm-hmm. George says that he has been working on this story for a long time. Okay. And he basically wants us to keep an open mind. And this is eyewitness news at 8. So it's like primetime news. Yeah. okay. The people are up and watching. George begins his special that evening. He tells us as the viewers... But there is, you ready? Mm -hmm. A secret government within our government. I believe it. He brings up Watergate and another scandal from prior history the government tried to cover up. Mm -hmm. And then he drops the bomb. George, the newscaster, wants us to consider the possibility of UFOs being hidden by the U.S. government.
0: In Area 51.
1: He reminds us that the government pursues agendas outside of the law,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: outside of control of Congress, and outside of the knowledge of the American people, would you agree?
0: George is dead. <laughs> <laughs> he won't die. So if this is all
1: proven, what? Like if we know the 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 government has agendas outside of the law, control of Congress, and knowledge of the American people, why can't the existence of, existence of U.S. U oh, good lord, UFOs be true as well?
0: You know, it's funny. This week, this topic came up, and people were asking me, "Do I believe?" To- and it was so weird that it came up. And then they're like, oh, but there's Area 51. And I was like...
1: Okay, I want to talk about... Let's save this for the end because okay. I want to dive more into this. Okay. Cross your fingers. Write it down. Don't forget.
0: What do you want me to write down?
1: I want to know your what you believe, if you believe. We'll get back to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So George brings up a map of Nevada. Yeah. Of a Nevada test site called Groom Lake. Another word for it is dreamland or the ranch. And all of these are code for Area 51. Yeah. Which you know.
0: Yeah, everybody Everybody knows. Everybody knows about it, so like, why <clears> exactly. is it a secret? Exactly.
1: George then broadcasts images taken by the Soviets of Area 51.
0: Ooh. That's a no-fly zone, right?
1: Right. Well, it is. Yeah. yeah. He shows grainy black and white pictures of a lake, metal buildings, and highly sophisticated radar detection equipment. When was Area 51 built? I'm going to tell you. Dang it. Oh. Okay. George reminds us that some dope ass planes and jets and stealth technology were developed there Uh and how it's a cool place for the advancement in technology for our military
0: Mm -hmm. so this
1: is all in this newscast Mm -hmm. do you know what stealth technology
0: is sneaky isn't stealth like like ninja style
1: oh my god so okay if you are a listener, you know that I talk about my honey Brett all the time. Brett was in the military, so last night I said I want your official statement. Oh, let's hear it. And but first of all, I'm I gonna, I'll ninja, tell you later. So I said, "What is stealth technology?" I have no clue. Okay. And he goes on to tell me, in his understanding, that stealth technology is like they would take a plane. That's not a typical, like, or jet that's not typically shaped. And I did no research of this on my own. This is all talking to Brett. And he said that when you have a normal jet or a plane, radar Mm -hmm. kind of sends beams to bounce off the jet back to you. And it radar detects Mm -hmm. where the planes are in the sky. Right? Yeah. So that's why you have that, like, circular spinning, like, boop, boop, boop. And you can see. He said stealth technology uses maybe a type of paint or a type of technology around the plane, like painted onto the plane or ingrained in the plane or jet, whatever. That way when it's flying, it's undetected. So those beams can't bounce off of it when it's in the sky and it basically confuses. So it's stealthy. It's a ninja in the sky.
0: Yeah. I I said the same thing. You said Exactly the same thing. Just in thing. easier terms. Exactly. So thank you. <laughs> Love Good you, job.
1: Brett. Love you, Brett. Um, that's how he explained it. I have done no research of this. It makes sense. I, that's what he... And he was like, I don't know. I haven't really looked this up. And he just kind of gave me off the top of his head. Okay. I I believe it. it. Well, back to uh, George, our newscaster.
0: Mm-hmm. So Area
1: 51, the advancement of technology for our military. So we are then reminded by George... That the community around Area 51 is a group of mainly conservatives who mind their own business. George shows us footage taken by the news at a local bar, stating that the people are friendly and outgoing, but the second they are asked about anything they may have observed about Area 51, the conversation is stopped or changed and questions go unanswered by the community that lives around that, that place.
0: Because I feel like if people are asking questions, then they start talking, then people are going to want to come and get more, and then it's going to become touristy, and then it's going to get broken into.
1: Storm Area Storm Storm Area Area 51. 51. (laughs) Don't do that. George
0: then lays down the
1: hammer. He says alien technology has been being tested at Area 51 for years. And this is in the 80s. He brings up documents on the newscast that refer to a program started in 1972 Mm -hmm. that states that their purpose is to recover alien spacecraft. The National Security Agency, NSA, denies this. They admit that there is something called a Project Aquarius, but they don't tell us what it's for. Okay. Joanna's looking at me like I just slapped her. (laughs) (laughs) Slap ya. Then we're shown a video clip of a man named Dennis. Dennis. And Dennis's name is in quotation marks, mind you, because Dennis is not his name.
0: Is, but do we see his face or is it just like Dennis is sitting
1: is a vehicle with the a behind him, but his face and body are face out. Yeah, yeah. You can't see what he looks like, but you can hear him. Dennis goes on to say that there are nine flying saucers or flying disks, rather, out there now. At that time, he claims that they are of extraterrestrial origin, and of goes on for a bit and a the bit man behind the name Dennis comes forward. And let me introduce you to the real Dennis. Let me introduce you to Bob. <laughs> That's his real name. Bob gives an entire interview about his experience working at Area 51. But I'm going to now take you to the life of Bob. Okay. We'll come back to the news broadcast later.
0: Okay, but well what does the men and the two, or the, the women and the two men had to do with anything? They're just newscasters
1: just to set um. the scene for you. Okay, they're just there listening as George is giving this whole ass
0: newscast. <laughs> and do you know that just it's because oh geez, UFO everyone associates with aliens, but UFO is just an unidentified, unidentified flying object. Correct. So it could just really be. It doesn't always have to be a u like a, a alien weather balloon. It could be a weather balloon. That's it could what be they something said. in the air that they just don't know what it is. So,
1: I mean, yeah, agreed. I'm I'm down. I know what it is.
0: Yeah. people think ufo when they think alien
1: okay let's keep going bob the life of bob bob is a highly intelligent physicist
0: okay
1: he was the kind of kid who was hooking up engines to his bicycle like jet engines Mm -hmm. to his bicycle Mm -hmm. bob went to school at caltech and mit earning degrees from both when i hear that i'm like damn okay so that right there to me is it's just whoa smart calm down buddy so after that, Bob gets a job working for Los Alamos Laboratory. Where is that at? Uh, Los Alamos Laboratory. <laughs> Bob, <laughs> I think it's in New Mexico. It sounds it. I don't know. Bob has a cool job until an even cooler job comes to him, working for a defense company making weapons for the U.S. government. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Working with explosives. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, it's he pretty was, cool. He was
1: putting engines on, on, on his bicycle as a kid. So, working with explosives. Pretty cool. So, he was offered a job as a senior physicist in their special projects division. Of course, Bob has to have an extensive background check.
0: Of course.
1: Obvi, working for the U.S. government. So, he's hired on what we'll call like a provisional basis. So, Bob meets a man named, or who will be his supervisor, Dennis. Dennis.
0: Okay.
1: What do you think about that?
0: I thought Bob was Dennis.
1: Bob used the fake name Dennis on the news. Oh. And, but now we went back in time and he's going to, we're now going to talk about him getting hired and his supervisor's name was Dennis. Dennis. Okay. So he's a tricky trickster so when he went on the news. I was going to say,
0: I wonder, but they put in quotation marks. So like, why would Dennis go on? they be like, oh, I'm, I'm Dennis.
1: Bob went on calling yes. himself Dennis. And I think it was just a fuck you to the yeah. man that I'm about to talk more Ooh, about. So we
0: don't like the real Dennis. He
1: didn't like Dennis. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's ironic. The fake name, newscast, Dennis. So Dennis is his contact at his new job. And he picks up Bob for his first day of work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It takes kind of a little journey to travel to his first day. So Bob has to ride in an unmarked plane. Then he must ride in a bus with blacked out windows. They drive for a bit through Nevada and approach kind of like a hilly area. Dirt, hill. It's the desert. It's not a hill.
0: I was going to (laughs) say. On the side of the
1: hill, there suddenly, as they get closer, is a door. It's disguised to look like a hill. They go up to this and they find... A machine, kind of like the size of an ATM.
0: Okay. okay.
1: What is the machine for?
0: To get into the mountain or the, the,
1: the hill. We just walk to the side of a hill. And it's obviously a hand scanner, Joanna.
0: Oh, sorry. So
1: <laughs> it's like a fingerprint scanner. So like you put your whole hand on it, it scans your fingerprints and it allows you into this secret location. Mm-hmm. Okay. The type of thing that... Yeah, it just scans it. And, and what's crazy, though, to us, we're like, okay. But it's a type of technology that really didn't exist at the time, yeah, commonly. They were
0: ahead of their time.
1: So doors open and Bob finds himself in an extremely long hallway. And I just can't help but think of men in black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bob goes to an exam room then because he's got to get evaluated and make sure everything checks out he's laid down on a table a nurse checks his vitals and then starts testing him for what she says is an allergy test but she's really kind of doing all kind of weird shit bob later says again working for the government
0: yeah trackers don't they put trackers in people maybe
1: they maybe maybe um after all this and we're not going to say anything bad about the government. They never put trackers. No.
0: I, I love they don't you. Listen, they don't listen to on our phones. My
1: FBI agent is my my yeah, best our best friends. Okay. So after all this, it's still Bob's very first day. So he's taken to an office and Dennis tells him to start going through unmarked files. Like, here you go. Boom. Look through this shit. We're going to get started. The files are related to a project that Bob is to work on until his security clearance comes through. So kind of a preliminary assignment. The files don't show the names of any company or any business. So who is he really working for?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, well, the, it has to be the government.
1: Bob does get a clue. He sees something called Project Galileo on okay. something. Okay. He reads on to see the purpose of this project is to back engineer a propulsion system of an extra extraterrestrial craft. Bob can't believe what he is reading. He is confused and he is interested.
0: Don't you think they'd make like them sworn to secrecy, secrecy like if you are right.
1: learning yes. about this and he is he is sworn to secrecy yes he's not to tell anyone
0: I mean how but how would they tell like know if somebody told
1: well like if I got you a just job just said they're injecting them with like scanners if I whatever. was
0: working at Area 51 Carmen you'd probably be the first person I tell <laughs> <laughs> like you can't tell anybody oh my god tell me everything <laughs> you have to promise not to say anything but oh my god I've been sworn what? to secrecy except for you
1: yeah <laughs> There's so many pages of data for Bob to look through on his first day. And he realizes that other scientists have already tried and failed at whatever this project is. Okay. And back engineering is, some, is a thing. It's say we get some type of new technology and you kind of break it apart to pieces to rebuild it in your own okay. way. So then in one file, Bob finds two. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Playing a little, the triangles for us. Then in one file, he finds two black and white pictures. And this was, at this time we had color photos, but his pictures he finds are black and white. Of, the pictures are of a smaller body with the chest cavity exposed on an exam table. And it's two small bodies of something that is not human. Okay. You know where we're going. Mm Mm-hmm. Bob is seeing evidence of aliens and now he realizes it. <laughs> this is Bob's first day of work and he is not well.
0: No, no. Like if, I mean it's like one of those things where you're like, you don't want to believe, but you kind of secretly like, yeah, yeah. There are, but I don't want there to then to yeah. be. Like what was that movie with um with the base with with the aliens and they wore the Mel Gibson? What was the was the main oh. character? In jo-
1: Signs. Yeah. Oh. oh, that was so good.
0: That was so good.
1: M. Night Shyamalan, we love you. Okay, so he is not well. Then Bob is escorted by Dennis mm-hmm. to a high tech lab, and he meets his buddy, his new lab partner, who is named Barry.
0: Okay.
1: Bob and Barry, B and B. Barry shows him something that looks like, and again, first day, and this is his first task. Barry shows him something that looks like, almost like a garbage can. I don't know. And it's, so it's two things. It's this device, almost like the size of like a household garbage can, and a small half sphere, the size of like a soccer ball. These two devices. Okay. This together, Bob learns, is almost like an engine for one of the spaceships. Mm-hmm. It's called the, um, one is the emitter and one is the reactor. And don't ask me which is which because I have no fucking clue.
0: Okay.
1: Bob tries to touch it, but a force, like pushing, when you push two magnets together yeah. that are the same pole and it pushes them away. So Bob tries to touch these things and it pushes his hand away. It's anti-gravity or as Bob calls it, antimatter. Mm. That's how Bob refers to it. And it's his job and Barry's job to recreate this. Back engineer it, recreate it. And this is why he was hired and he is just learning of this right now.
0: I feel like getting a job at Area 51 is like word of mouth. Like word you don't mouth. just apply. Or they find you. But like how? That that was I wrote that question. I feel like we should look it up. Let's try to apply. Oh my gosh, no, because then you're gonna get the knock Submit a resume they're gonna knock <laughs> on our door in ten minutes. <laughs> Listen, I need I need a new job, so if you're listening, Area fifty one. <laughs> What if it's Will Smith from Men in Black, and then you open the door and he slaps (laughs) (laughs) you?
1: With his glasses on, and then he puts the beam in your face. And And then you don't remember. You just
0: wake up sore.
1: Why is my cheek all red? (laughs) Oh my god, okay, we're so awful. All right. so Bob is sent back home until his next shift. Back home, and he's still living at home with his wife, and he keeps his secret. He has to. So then what do you tell your wife, like, what do you work for? Well, she... She knows he works for a government organization and that he cannot tell more than that, and I, she has would drive to accept me that. Crazy. You gotta accept
0: it. He's a physicist. I would just say, like, I, yeah, I work for the government, and then maybe just—I feel like they should make up a good life for you. I well, his wife knows he
1: works for the government and that he cannot disclose what he does. I would
0: get my husband like super hammered and be like, so,
1: <laughs> yeah, have some questions. Cool, cool. All right. So weeks go on. Bob soon learns how seriously <laughs> his new employers take confidentiality. He is constantly ushered by, get this, armed guards around the facility, armed guards. They are always around in and out of the lab. He isn't even even he isn't even able to make friends. He's not allowed to speak to anyone in other departments. Like even when they see each other in the where they eat their lunches and in the halls, they do not speak to other departments
0: warm alliances that's why
1: exactly in looking at their task bob and barry learn that the elements you know like the nature elements hydrogen oxygen water you know elements Mm -hmm. used to make up the quote-unquote engine are they're not from earth they're not like anything found on earth and they actually name it la 1000 Okay. Okay. Sure. As they are calling it LA-1000, they discover it is composed of something completely unknown. How can they recreate something when they don't even have the basic element to do it? So they can't. Bob then makes the dangerous decision to steal some of the (gasps) elements, LA-1000. Oh,
0: Bob.
1: Around then, he and his wife, around this time, after he steals some of it, they start realizing that their house is being staked out. And they're being watched.
0: That makes sense because they want to make sure that Bob is, you know, doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. Okay, we see what kind of boss you would be. And you know, you you know those old sal machines that are like a half cone or not half cone, like half sphere, and they mm-hmm. have that little thing. And it's like you know they're listening with their little headphones, like in the it's, van. Yeah, to hear what's the what? I guarantee. <laughs>
1: oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, guarantee. Like so So back at the lab, Bob and Barry they aren't making any fucking progress. Because this is the thing. They only have access to the, what is, it, what is it called? The emitter in the reactor. So they haven't even seen the craft because they don't have full access to everything. They can't talk to other departments. And so Bob approaches Dennis and says, we need to see this entire craft. Not just this piece. We need to see where it comes from if you want us to do anything. Mm-hmm. And after some time, Dennis agrees and he takes him and Barry outside to a large open hangar like with different bays and there is an aluminum covered flying saucer. Mm. The base is resting on the floor. There is no landing gear. There's no wheels. Okay. Just sitting. Bob is allowed inside and inside there are, and there's multi-levels inside. It's not just like a one story thing or just like a plane, like a little jet how big is it i can't say but i know there's multi-levels inside there are i'm gonna use the word tiny they'll say small seats fit for a child-sized person okay. <laughs> little baby alien um person being a loose word okay and there are no switches or controls in the craft that we're used to seeing but it's fully functional Bob sees someone turn it on and sees it lift off the ground and hover, emitting a blue light from underneath.
0: That's cool.
1: I know, it is cool. I would like that in a nightlight, please. I have a
0: question. Like, when somebody retires from Area Fifty-One, like, do you think they just kill them? (laughs) No, (laughs) never. They would never do that. Because what if, like, you're on your deathbed? Like, I would be like, "Here's the tea."
1: I, I don't know. There's so many people. And probably people who know people, who know people listening, who could say that if you are working for a job that is confidential, you take that shit to the end for the most part.
0: I would, I would see, I I feel like I would say something. I would
1: spill everything at the end. Yeah. Like if it was my last few breaths, I'd be like, listen, kids. Aliens
0: are real. (laughs) Okay. So,
1: I mean, I would be feeling all kinds of emotions in this scenario. Okay. Bob returns back home. And this time, I don't really know where the disconnect happened. Maybe Dennis was like a little gun shy after or whatever that word is. And it went weeks and he didn't hear from work. He wasn't being called back in. He wasn't, it was nothing. Dennis isn't even answering his phone calls, not returning them. And Dennis is just ghosting him and things are different.
0: So wait, he just doesn't wake up every day and just go. No, 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 no.
1: It's like almost like contract work right now because his full clearance hasn't been approved. They oh. haven't fully said you're in. Okay. he's on like a provisional basis, temporary basis. Okay. Probationary basis. <laughs> Bob isn't called in for any shifts. After all this, he realizes he's being watched. Okay, now he's kind of done a couple shady things. The shadiest thing by stealing some of the La One
0: Thousand. What is he? Where is it at? Is it at his house? I mean,
1: he he has a home. What's the know.
0: purpose of stealing it? What's he gonna do? He's a physicist. Ex- he's probably curious. <clears throat> okay.
1: So as Bob realizes he's being watched, like it goes as far as he sees a car. Um, cars watching him. He f- sees like a car that's like a Buick or a Chevy following him wherever he goes and one day he's had enough an- and his wife too and so they call the police. They call 911. So Bob witnesses from his home that police come. There's a vehicle staking out of his house like down the street. He witnesses the police come go speak to that vehicle whoever's in there and the cops after talking to the men in the car just get in their cars and drive away. They yeah. ain't fucking around with that no. shit. We have no idea what was said in that discussion, by the way. I can just see Bob standing in his 1980s house looking through the curtains. Yeah. And seeing the cops walk up. do do You know, like, what y'all doing right see, I now? I think he would do this. Yeah. Go
0: down. Bring
1: your finger down to look through the blinds.
0: Even, that was oh, yeah. interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, my daughter does that.
1: Okay. The listeners don't know what you're saying.
0: I'm thinking, like, the horizontal curtains. You're thinking... You're thinking of, like, mini blinds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were thinking of the... Vertical. Vertical. Curtains that you put your two
1: hands in and you spread them apart. That sounds bad. Okay. So days, weeks go on and Bob and his wife are so freaked out. Dennis is still ghosting him. And it goes so far as like another month goes by. And he's just confused. Like, what has he done? What's going on? Why can't he go back to the lab? So he decides to do what you would do on day one and he tells his wife
0: not yes. just his wife he
1: tells their friends too like a g- small group of
0: friends so are we like up to date with like De- is dennis giving the information to the news people or I me mean not dennis bob so uh, yeah i mean okay let me keep
1: going because i started with the newscast and then i went back sorry okay so we're catching up to the newscast okay, we're not go. there yet oh, so at this time no stop apologizing bob tells his wife and a few close friends but he wants to prove it to them to explain this He gets them in his car and he drives them out with binoculars to a place near Area 51. It's actually technically a little south of Area 51, but we're just going to call it that. It's the same facility. He says that every Wednesday at 8 p.m. they do test flights. Test flights of jets and fighter planes. No, that's a lie. Not test flights of jets and fighter planes. Test flights of spacecraft. So he's in his car he brought his friends he brought his binoculars they drive out and they park ready to see and boom they see objects begin to take flight and take flight just as bob had said they see a bright orange light over the mountains in that area that like zigzags through the sky at night because it's 8 p.m they see clearly that the aircrafts are going like Over the speed of what a plane would go. Mm -hmm. Which is over 700 miles per hour.
0: What are you doing with your arms? I'm
1: showing you. And so the aircraft is switching courses really fast. Zoom, zoom, zoom.
0: Yeah, because they hover and then they go zoom.
1: Exactly. So they just, they're convinced. That's it. They're done. And that these aircrafts are not using the normal earth rules of science. And his friends are convinced. So shortly after, weeks later... After he showed his friends, Dennis just fucking showed up at his house. Mm-hmm. He makes Bob get in his car. They He's like, let's go. Mm-hmm. And drives him out to an office in Nevada. Bob sees there are armed guards and he is interrogated. He is told they saw his little trip to the desert and they questioned him about it and about his friends being there. But people know where Area 51 is. I know, but when but this you was work there. That's true go ahead this is back then you're saying
0: well i mean like is it i mean they can't just put it in their gps (laughs) it's kind of more of a word of mouth like hey i heard if you take off you know route 50 or whatever Mm. you know well
1: bob has to write down they had maps joanna they know where this shit is
0: yeah but it's not area 51 isn't on the map let's go storm it and find out (laughs) Let's see how, who could make it the furthest? I know.
1: So then Bob has to write down the names of every single person he took. I mean, it was just a car full. It wasn't like it was a van full of people. Dennis doesn't trust him. No. Eventually, the interrogation ends and Bob can leave. So it's like, all right, Bob, we got the names of and the addresses and phone numbers of the people you took. Don't do that shit. Goodbye.
0: Do you think he was interrogated, but that light, the I don't know. And it's shown right in his eyes. So
1: another few weeks go on, and Bob, thinking he's in the clear, has quite the incident occur.
0: Mm, naturally.
1: He's driving,
0: mm-hmm. no big
1: deal, and he sees someone following him again. Bob. <laughs> the difference this time is that this someone pulls up beside him on the road while driving. They pull out a gun and shoot at his car. <gasps>
0: Bob. Bob.
1: The bullet hits the tire and Bob makes it to the side of the road safely and he realizes he's wanted dead. (gasps) Bob decides to rat out the U.S. government, thinking if he ends up dead, the world is going to know and that's his fucking insurance policy.
0: But who does he, who, who's he shot? Is is he like in a city? Like other people around him? Well, they're
1: in like the Nevada area, in the desert area. Okay. Bob then, this is when he meets with the newscaster George. Cause he says, I'm gonna put my story out there, and if I wind up dead, that's this is why I'm dead. Cause they tried to kill me. Yeah. Initially, he does the whole fake name, quote unquote, Dennis, Dennis. with the blacked-out images. And the newscast I explained to you is actually his second time on the news, because then he then shows his face. Bob confesses everything on his original newscast. And then on the second one, he goes on. The government has alien spacecraft. He explains what he knows about how they run. He also says that his life is in danger and it's just a hot mess. His original newscast where he's all blacked out goes worldwide
0: mm-hmm.
1: all over. And then it was six months later that he comes and shows his face and Why? gives his real name. He because he doesn't want to get killed. He's nervous. So the broadcast is the highest rated show Or like special event ever at that time. He's seen all over the world and he is criticized big time. Oh, yeah. The newscaster, George, starts looking up Bob's background at this point. Because he's like, I'm going to do a news story on you. Let me look up your past. He sees that Bob doesn't exist. What? There is no record of him anywhere. Well, of
0: course, the government deleted everything.
1: No record of him working at Los Alamos. No record of his birth certificate. Mm. No record of him working at, um, or going to MIT or Caltech. Nothing. But then George, being a journalist, decides to go investigate and actually talk to people. He finds an old phone book from Los Alamos and sees Bob's name in it.
0: Mm. The government.
1: Mm. And then he spoke to people directly from the past who confirmed Bob went to Caltech and Bob went to MIT. But there's no record. Nothing on paper.
0: Could you imagine the government just being able to do that? Delete you. Like, you don't exist. That Everything sounds like a movie.
1: So tell me, is this true crime, a true spooky alien crime, or is this the plot of a crazy government conspiracy Ooh, movie? I have
0: three to... Read wait, wait. Conspiracy? Ah! A movie. I said
1: movie. Why do I have to pick one? It's a conspiracy either way. I didn't say Three is this let me true say it again crime. a true spooky alien crime okay or is this the plot of a crazy government conspiracy movie i <sighs> guess i could interchange those words is it a movie or is it is it real or, real or is it yeah
0: right that's um, it okay so this that's why, is why we're here. good because you know what like <laughs> i mean you do so good you do so good you do so well which one is it good you do a really good job thank you at telling these things because you're awesome it could be real and it could be made up oh my god I'm so nervous I don't know why I'm nervous for you (laughs) and and I and I know just like with the celebrity stories I'm like I don't want them to be be real which I did watch the one with Julia Roberts and it was good uh hashtag celebrity crimes
1: episode five
0: listen to it it was really good
1: it's fun i had fun doing that one
0: um uh, the people are waiting joanna get to it i mean it's uh, i think it's i want to say it's real because i feel like they exposed people back then more go you think so more than now and the government like is super powerful i know it's not real is it i'm, I'm gonna stick with real but <laughs> the <laughs> luck you're giving me makes it
1: no i know look
0: no look i already said real i've already committed. remember we've confirmed a couple episodes ago that i'm
1: a fantastic liar apparently is. okay here we go drum roll this is all allegedly true <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> high five Good job. You know, if you get things wrong, I think I'm going to smack you in the face. <laughs> no, and then if you get don't. it right, a high five you. Please don't. Please okay, don't. fine. This is a, le- the newscast I mentioned is an actual, like, 14, 14- I found it on YouTube. Oh, it is a don't. real fucking newscast, and I'm going to link it in the show notes please if you want to watch it. It is, like, 14 minutes long, and I was watching this, like, this was on the news? So you got all that from the YouTube Video? No, no. God, no. I did more research as well other than so that. So Bob
0: is, is, Bob alive? Bob, Bob Lazar
1: is his real name. Is he dead? Right now? Yeah. Oh my God. Can you look it up please? Bob Lazar. Oh my God. I feel like an idiot. I'm so sorry. Let me give you the details though. It's time for the rest of the story. A few more things I want to share with you.
0: Okay.
1: Are you looking up? Bob Lazar, L-A-Z-A-R.
0: Wait, wait I'm still at my phone. Oh. I'm, you know I'm a new iPhone user. Oh yeah. Is it Robert or is it Bob. Bob. La. just it's, oh my gosh, he's very up. famous it, it this up. story is very i
1: mean my listeners i love you so <gasps> much
0: he lives in coral gables florida oh let's go over there and storm his house in alien suits no i'm sorry he's bob 60, we're not doing that he's 63 his wife is joy white
1: oh my god no he is still alive i knew yeah, this he's, um, he's 63 he just did a documentary let me finish please okay, go i'm having oh. a senior moment <laughs> i'm 37 but i'm having a senior moment okay put your phone away okay the rest of the story, here we go. Because he, he, I knew he was still alive oh, now that I'm rotten remembering.
0: Tomatoes. It's it, a movie. He
1: did a documentary. Oh, okay, go. Let me go. Okay. After the newscast in the 80s, Bob is eventually able to live without fear. As he sees, no one is trying to kill him anymore. Because the government, like, listened. He eventually gets remarried and starts his own uh. business in Michigan. Oh! What part? Oh, I don't know. Oh, damn. Selling uranium and radioactive ore. <laughs> Weird thing. Did you ever shop there when you lived in Michigan? Clear, Yes. And where is that alien jet fuel that he stole, the LA-1000?
0: thousand. has got to still be with him. You don't give that stuff away.
1: He kept it a secret. So in 2017, this is... I knew he was alive. I, don't, I had a senior moment. In 2017, Bob and filmmaker Jeremy Corbell, Corbel or Corbell, they filmed this documentary, which you just saw, which was released in 2018. Bob is questioned about the LA-1000. This is during filming, like, in his yard, he's questioned about it by the... They're talking about it. Bob doesn't answer the question flat out. But the next day, just talking with the filmmaker, Bob's office is raided by the FBI. They claim that they're looking for, quote-unquote, receipts of a chemical linked to a murder investigation. Mm, okay. mm, I believe you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, thinking he's living his life normally, realizes he's still being watched and listened to.
0: Oh, of course. Because he has that element.
1: He has that, whatever, implanted
0: in his body. Where would you (laughs) hide that? Uh, He has got labs. Yes, but if they're going to go and write it. I don't know. Maybe it's up
1: his ass. I would hide it there. As the years went on, it came out that some of the details Bob recalled were factual. Okay? So now let's talk for real. Okay. So some of the things he said were true. For instance, certain employees that he mentioned really did work at this location details of where he worked came out to be true Mm -hmm. and so where he specifically worked is called s4 or was called is called which is like a a part of area 51 and that's who he was hired under specifically the hand scanner that i mentioned came out as being true a Mm -hmm. true thing years later it revealed that that did exist that technology and there's no way he could have known these things if he hadn't been there yeah now i'm gonna bring it to the other side okay for our skeptics and for Honestly, me, because I don't know if I believe him. Okay, here's the other side. There's reports that he did work at Los Alamos. Remember, he said he was a physicist at Los Alamos, mm-hmm. but not as a physicist. Instead, he was a film processor.
0: Okay, for
1: for photos? them, yeah, sense. like shit, like that. And then there is a reports that he faked his degrees at Caltech and MIT. So, is the- mm. oh.
0: like, who do you believe? That's the whole conspiracy. Like, people. Ew, Oh, my gosh. Bob later said that he regrets
1: coming forward and that he would rather have lived his life of freedom.
0: Well, because that's just, yeah. People, they want to believe, they don't want to believe. Then there's people who are, like, on the fence like me, which I never thought I would be. Yeah, I'm going to get to what you think,
1: okay? So I'm going to... Kind of end with a quote, and then we're going to get into some theories. Okay. Okay. Let me say my quote, and then I want to know your thoughts before we get into the theories. Okay. This is a quote from that actual news broadcast, and I think it just summed it up perfectly. George, the newscaster, says, quote, it's the easiest secret to keep because no one believes it. Nobody,
0: no. End quote. Nobody would want to believe that there's aliens among us. Right, so what is your thought before well, I get into theories? A couple things. okay. What do you think the pay is at area fifty one? Mm.
1: I don't know what it is now, but I do know that when Bob worked there, he was making equivalent to about a thousand dollars a week now, which is not that much money for that job.
0: You would think they'd pay you good, money, but then okay, I yeah. won't. Wa- mm, know. Um what do you think the size of an alien is because there's so, an actual alien, so many different alien, <laughs> yeah, an actual alien. Because there's so many different movies where like uh-huh. they portray them as little itty bitty ones or average size or giant.
1: I can't stop thinking of um another Will Smith movie Independence Day. Yeah,
0: that yes. spacecraft,
1: right? Yeah. And they, weren't the aliens kind of small and they were like in robot bodies to make them big?
0: No, come on. I remember like one landed and he punched it and then dragged it to Area 51. <laughs> yes you're right he knocked on the window he knocked uh-huh. and then but the, like it was a video thing and he like held it up and it's been so long since I've it's seen been so long honestly I feel
1: like all the alien movies we know today are based off of this story
0: and some people believe that there are aliens living among us like they just take on the human form damn I don't know. It's different. What do you believe? I don't know. I don't. But like, why have an Area 51? Like, what would they... I'm going to talk about it. I'll tell you why. Like, why would they have it if it wasn't a real thing? Yeah, like, why is it so secret? Yeah. My personal
1: opinion on this whole thing is similar to my opinion on, I don't know, like, paranormal activity, which is totally different. We haven't talked about our thoughts on this, but I feel like I've never seen it. I don't know if it's real. But I've never seen it, yes. so I don't know that it's not real. Because
0: if you saw it and you tried to tell somebody, do you think they'd be like, "Right, you're crazy?
1: I mean, I have had some experiences with certain kinds of dreams where I feel like that's more than my like logical side. Mm-hmm. And I'm a pretty logical person in regards to most things, but I'm open-minded. Mm-hmm. The whole thought of aliens, like what we see on TV, to me is bullshit. But then again, I don't fucking know.
0: And then what's the purpose of like, or I mean, like, do you think the government could make UFOs? But where do those elements come
1: from? I know.
0: That's the thing. It's
1: tough. We don't, we don't know. We don't know until we see it. All right. So first of all, I'm going to tell you what you asked me before. Area 51 was established in 1954 by President Eisenhower. His purpose was to develop a top secret high altitude recon aircraft that was called Project Aquatone. President Eisenhower needed a remote location that was not easily accessible by civilians or by spies because they were fucking around with the Russians back then. And still are. (laughs) And the Nevada desert in the middle of nowhere was perfect to them. So that's why they picked that location. So now I want to tell you some, kind of just some, a few, a handful of conspiracy theories I found that I thought were funny. Okay. Okay? Just to end this on here. One, whatever you search on Google Maps is inaccurate. Okay, and I don't know if this is true. I'm going through my theories. I don't believe that. If you Google Map Area 51, what you see... The location, yeah, do it now, is inaccurate. That's conspiracy one.
0: What if my, they come and hack my phone? What if they- <laughs> don't do it, don't Not do
1: it. I'm doing it. No, 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 no okay. They're going to
0: ping the area here. All right, number yeah. two.
1: You might, you know the story of Roswell. Have you heard of that? It's where, like, it was a TV show. It's the idea that aliens crashed in a town in Roswell, and that's what led to all of this later. Okay, it's very common. Okay. So the second conspiracy theory is the cover-up of Roswell was an alien crash. That's number two. Most common one. Okay. Okay. Number three, nuclear bombs are exploded there.
0: Mm, I don't believe that one because I feel like it would have eventually seeped its way out.
1: <laughs> Maybe that's why we're all crazy. Okay. Number four, fourth conspiracy theory out of six. Okay. Aliens are studied in underground underground camps there. Okay. I mean, that fits right with our theme. Yeah. So sure, why not? Little tiny aliens.
0: Little baby aliens. Little baby.
1: All right, number five of six. Theory. No one knows why it's called Area 51. Like, where's Area 1 through 50?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Where are those places? Yeah, why why is it called Area 51? Or maybe there were one through fifty and they We just up. don't know about and it. The a- they just couldn't contain the the aliens and 51 just was able to make them work. <laughs> I don't know. The last theory I
1: have. Okay. A Nazi doctor Surgery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, oh my God, it's just ridiculous. A Nazi doctor <laughs> Stop stop Oh my god. Surgically enlarged the heads of abducted teenagers. To make them resemble aliens as a scare tactic by Joseph Stalin, <gasps> claiming that they were supposed to fly an aircraft and crash it in the United States. And that these fucking big headed teenagers <laughs> flew their aircraft crash landed in new mexico hence roswell that's
0: the most believable one <laughs> <laughs> okay but think about it they do experiments on people they say hey sign up for this we'll pay you this amount of money and you get to go and ride in a rocket ship or whatever that is We're you just go gonna out. make you
1: have a big fucking head yes
0: but no no you're injected with all these things yeah the, like Guinea pigs. Yeah. I believe it. That's the one I believe.
1: Well, that's all I have for you. And if my FBI agent is listening, please don't arrest me. Please do. I'm just sharing this stuff. Um, don't arrest me. Do you me. know that
0: there's a place in Colorado and the Rockies uh-huh. where the pres- there is a caved out, not caved out, hollowed out mountain where the um, president can go in case something bad happens? Is it Mount Rushmore? No. It's in Colorado, you <laughs> dingus. We were in Colorado. My brother got married in Colorado. I believe it. Oh, no. It's it's a real place because you can see the antennas that are sticking up where they can get the signal. It's real.
1: Look it up. I also believe that there's a a spaceship ready to go in case our world falls apart and they need to survive.
0: Who's going to get on it?
1: The president and other people around the world. Okay,
0: first of all, he's what x amount of years old he ain't reproducing i
1: think there's a spacecraft out there oh my god sorry i just thinking and that it's ready to go and that if there is something that's about to kill the human race the president and x amount of other people that have already been decided upon are out they're piecing out and leaving us and where are they gonna go somewhere in just Just like the space station that's fucking in outer space right now it's just there
0: Whatever. The, how are they going to survive? Gonna They're just going to eventually die.
1: I'm going to die in any of those situations. Just take me now. I don't want to survive a zombie apocalypse. That's you too much.
0: wouldn't survive very much.
1: <laughs> I would bite you ASAP so you could join me. <laughs> We'd bite people together.
0: We'd like, yeah. Get yeah. It. Okay, um, your cuss count. What is it? Twenty-five. Six? Twenty-six. Twenty-six? What's my average? I don't know. Can you 20-ish. figure it
1: out? Oh, God, lord. All right. Well, gosh God. darn it.
0: Oh, gosh darn it. Sugarfoot my ass. Oh, uh,
1: 27. 27. Anyway, on that note, I hope you guys liked our uh, conspiracy
0: theory episode here. And it was a different one. I mean, there was no murder. It was good.
1: It was good. You liked it. Yeah. All right. Find us on the. Instagram, good lord. Instagram, Uh, what are you, 90? I can't talk. It's live, laugh, murder podcast or email us your listener tales if you have any and uh, email us whatever you want because we're here. Yep. We check it. Live, laugh, murder pod at gmail.com. Bye. That's it. Yep. You're so quick. We have to ease our listeners into a decent goodbye. Eh, We love you. Just cut it off. I love you. I do too. All right, bye. (laughs)